podcast where we homebrew items for D&D. How are you doing, Carlisle? I'm good. How are you? I'm wonderful. I can't maintain this energy level. But I thought it's an approximation of your usual intro, but you seem tongue-tied in the seat over there. Chris is standing up. He likes to do that while we record now. Yeah. And it gives him this sense of confidence. A dynamism. (laughs) I could be anywhere. I think it's probably the first time in like three years that I haven't introduced the show. Yeah, yeah. Well, you just looked like a deer in the headlights. I felt, I felt that there was nothing else to be done. Well, it's just, it's just, it's tradition that these never start smoothly. True, true. So, um. yeah. <laughs> uh, this episode is the Hey and Allergies and episode. What a theme it is, ladies what a and theme it is. What a theme it is. Everybody's going to be so glad that we decided to do the theme thing so that we didn't feel cornered without anything to talk about. <laughs> uh, <laughs> before we get crack into new things, I do want to give some honourable mentions to things we've already made. Oh, please. Because there are two things we've made before with large allergy implications. Uh-huh. The first was on the first Dungans and Drink Nose episode. So go and listen to that. We made something called a pea butt, which was the offspring of, I think, a male peanut and a female bear. <laughs> and it's just a bear which shags a lot of peanut dust at you and you're allergic and you sneeze a lot. Cool, man. Uh, we also made a drug with our friend Rory M. Spence uh, called Sneezerite, uh-huh. uh, which gave you a random allergy. Uh-huh when you used it. So those are two things we've come up with. Now it's time for a fresh new allergy and or hay. Don't forget hay. Don't forget hay. Please. I might have forgotten hay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Chris, you got any allergies and or hay material to hit Well, Carl, I'm going to kick us off with some things that you... I'm standing up too. I'm standing up as well. We're all standing up. This is the Standy Uppy podcast. I'm going to kick us off with some things that this is such a weird energy now. It feels quite aggressive now we're standing up and talking at each other. I'll try and be a little bit more into the mic. Imagine how I feel when I'm normally sat down and you're standing. I get that. Looming over me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Some things that you can be allergic to. Bean bags. You can be allergic to bean bags. Can you? Um, Well, I can tell you that there has been an actual case of a boy who was allergic to soybeans le- relaxing down onto a bean bag, finding that it was filled with dried soybeans and having a massive allergic reaction. I wasn't aware that bean bags were ever filled with actual beans. I don't think it's common for them to be. Yeah, normally it's like little styrofoam pellets. Yeah. Is yeah. your friend, is your boy. No, I agree. Um, <laughs> but but I'm told it's a real thing. Uh, I, I'm not able to peer review. Okay, but, but it's it's one of the things I okay. So I if, we, if we go off the idea that you you filled a, a bag for sitting and or other recreational purposes, yeah, with dried soybeans or another kind of bean, what is your idea? Uh, moving on, <laughs> um, <laughs> is that just something you found out exists? Yes, good. And okay. I'm going to tell you another one right now. Cool. Uh, I'm going to read from an article called Yes. You can be allergic to vibrations. Okay. You can be allergic to the vibe, ladies and gentlemen. I don't want to be allergic to the vibe. Um, 
So a rare gene mutation makes people allergic to vibrations like hand clapping. Another example they give is lawnmowers. You know, if you, you're, you're pushing it along, it's vibrating against your skin. It can cause swelling and discomfort in people with this condition. I'm just trying to find the medical name for it because it was quite strange. Yeah, vibratory urticaria. Okay, that does not sound like an allergy in the sense that allergies usually work because I don't think that would be possible. Well, um, but this article is in the genetic science section of how stuff works. <laughs> so this is really your home court. Yeah, you can tell me for people, and our listeners to kick this episode off what an allergy is. So for people who don't know, my education background is in molecular biology. And generally speaking, an allergy is a, an immune response to... A molecule or you know a, a kind of substance entering your body and the problem is your body is treating it as if it is a large kind of like it's a tapeworm or something that kind of parasite and it's responding accordingly even though it's not which causes you to have a lot of unnecessary inflammation and sneezing and coughing in order to try and get that thing out of you um, yeah it's a specific kind of antibodies that binds to it called IgE antibodies and the only other thing they bind to are big parasites like tapeworms and threadworms and things like that. So I can't see a way that part that vibrations would cause an IgE response in your body because the antibodies need to bind to something and I'm pretty sure they can't just bind to the vibe. So I'm being told that researchers found that mast cells can release histamine in response to vibrations right, in some okay. people. And the histamine causes the inflation. So I guess it kind of simulates an allergic response. Mm. That's so interesting. Yeah. And I wonder if it's like a specific frequency that needs... Because, you know, if claps are enough to do it, then you must just be fucking... Yeah, it can't be a good way to live. All the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, you can be allergic to the vibe. Christ Almighty, okay. You got any ideas that stem from that, or is that just part of your preliminary research? No, I think that was just something I wanted to tell the people. I, yeah. Um, so, my main idea... Okay. The thing that, that after a month of thinking about allergies... Is and that, or hey! Is that allergies sounds a little bit like... I don't like where this is going. Ali G... Fine. <laughs> I'm proposing. I don't know why I'm standing here waiting for it to get better. <laughs> I'm proposing some form of enemy dungeon boss uh, something that evolves through the stages of Sasha Baron Cohen's career. It goes allergies. <laughs> It goes Borat. It can't. It goes Bruno. It can't turn into... The only thing tying this into our theme is that it sort of sounds like Ali G. Yeah. And if it changes into Bruno, then that's gone. This starts out as Ali G. <laughs> Isn't that enough? Fine. So that and also you're allergic to it. Yes. And it has a hay attack. Bruno throws bales of hay at you while being gay... <laughs> that's kind of all that character was um, I mean in my mind if someone was going to throw hay at you Borat's quite a rural guy you know he lives, <laughs> lives with farmers he could, he could have a hay attack sure um, I think Bruno 
maybe could do something to do with the crew's armor or, or, or their general appearance, being a fashionista, being a man who, who walks the runway, as they say. Um, <laughs> that old expression. <laughs> okay. Right, okay, so well, well, that's one idea. Um, our friend Liz, who gave us basically all of our ideas last time, has given me some more ideas to do with hay analogies. Um, in between, you know, just rounds of telling me that D&D sounds like a terrible game. Hay <laughs> um, analogies. Being shrunk down, and then you have to find a needle in a haystack, literally. So, at a sort of obstacle course type event or mm. situation, where an enemy literally shrinks you down and you can't come back to life until you're put into a big haystack and you find the needle. And... Uh, apart from sort of, I suppose, rolling for um, perception mm -hmm. uh, for the needle, what challenges are our tiny heroes going to face? Maybe tiny enemies. Tiny enemies? This is hey, people. Hey, people. Hey, people. Hey, with, uh, with stabby... Imagine if you're down there and you're that small. Yeah. The end of a hay could be a very sharp, bad thing indeed. I agree. Because it's scratchy. It is scratchy. In real life yeah. size. <laughs> <laughs> um, so right. maybe we could have some bugs that'd be kind of cool if yeah. you shrunk down and you yeah. had to I, it could be for, like, there could be the regular bugs and there are in the appendix for um, the monster manual for 5th edition there is stat blocks for giant versions of like spiders and flies and stuff oh, so awesome. they could just have the same stats but they're giant to you because you're tiny now yeah yeah so that's fun um, the allergy flamingo. I don't think this was Liz's idea. This sounds like something I came up with when I was delirious. The, al <laughs> the allergy flamingo. When it flies, it drops chemtrails of pollen and peanut dust. Its legs are epipens. <laughs> Why does it carry the cure to what ails you? To, to encourage you to fight it. Oh, okay. So, yeah, so it could be... Yeah, if you can kill it and get the EpiPen in you. Otherwise, you die. Your character dies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's kind of fun. Gee pollen. Like tree pollen. But gee... Like, like made of butter? Yeah. So... <laughs> there is a spell in D&D called Grease. Uh-huh. And in order to use grease, you need a bit of pork rind or a bit of butter. And then you can just make a big pool of grease and people stand on it and they comically go, why? And fall yeah, over. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it says that in the book as well. <laughs> uh, so I'm thinking it's that spell, but you need ghee. Not, not just any butter will do. Yeah. Got to clarify that stuff. Uh-huh. Got to make sure people understand it. Mm -hmm. And then you, they're also allergic to the grease. <laughs> um, and we're out of ideas. <laughs> I also wrote down something horsey, probably with the intention of getting back to that later, and clearly didn't. Something horsey. <laughs> <laughs> like something that consumes hay? Yeah, a horse would do that for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just trying to think of an angle for you here. Mm -hmm. um, so, which of these incredible ideas do we want to flash out first? Even though I feel like they're all there already. They're all there. <laughs> uh, they all certainly have been proposed. 
Uh, <laughs> so, so all of <laughs> Sasha Baron Cohen's roles. Yeah. Starting with Ali G. Uh huh. It evolves. It evolves while you're fighting it. Yeah, I think it has multiple health bars, and you smite down Ali G, and then Borat <laughs> sort of bursts out alien style. Okay, so it could be like a fun thing to do for people who are like. For like a team who are like challenge five, it could like start as like a challenge one enemy. So yeah. they're like, oh, it's a piece of shit. You know, they, they destroy Ali G. Yeah. And then out of Ali G's carcass pops out Borat. <laughs> and then that's challenge two. And you're like, oh, that was a bit harder, but this is still pretty easy. And then you smite down Borat. And out of Borat's carcass pops out Bruno. Yeah. Challenge three now. Yeah. Um, kill Bruno. Out of Bruno pops out the dictator. Okay. Um, and maybe he could even have swarm effects because he's the dictator. So it's true. Little challenge four enemies or so, challenge quarter enemies or something spewing out of him. Um, I don't know what the dictator would spew. Uh, he likes nukes in that film. Okay, it's hard to think that a nuke could be a challenge fourth enemy. <laughs> I feel like that's challenge one million. Yeah, you have yeah. to be. You have to have the highest constitution to just be okay with being nuked. Um, <laughs> oh, and after that, you can kill him and you get the Challenge 5 King Julian from Madagascar. Oh, see, I was thinking... Okay. Brothers Grimsby? Uh, where he's like a football hooligan? No. no. He's in Les Mis, isn't he? He is in Les Mis. Who is he? Um, he's a bad innkeep guy. Yes. Um, but I cannot think of his this name. This is a culture... Um... I was thinking Brothers Grimsby, and he summons himself a little Mark Strong to fight alongside him. Remind me, is, is it called Brothers? What, what is that from? Uh, he's like a football hooligan uh, who ends up on like his brother's spying mission. It's like a sort of, you know, body buddy cop format where one of them's that? really confident and one of them's a, a loser. I've never heard of this. It sounds insane. Yeah, it's got is Mark it Strong. It's Mark not... Strong and Sasha Baron Cohen playing the brothers. Yes. That sounds really good. It's it's not bad. There's an overlong scene where he gets stuck up an elephant's ass. Um, <laughs> every every extra detail I get about this pushes it further out of the realm of what I think I know what it could be. <laughs> but largely, I think it's quite enjoyable. I would say it's the best Sasha Baron Cohen okay. film. I mean, it could keep going. So yeah. challenge five. I feel I feel like it's funny to me if King Julian is the is the last. One. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that is funny. He's got a taunt called "I like to move it, move it." Yeah, where you've just got to boogie down. Yeah, it, like if you fail, like a wisdom saving throw, <laughs> <laughs> you have to dance. You have to stop what you're doing and move it, move it. Um, <laughs> okay, so it could be Brothers Grimm first. And then, I'm trying to think of his cat. Like I know more roles by him. For example, the character he plays in the Netflix serial Spy. Yeah. But I, that one, I don't think there's a lot of fun to be. There's not a lot of there. fun, really. Yeah. Um, it's a very good show, but it's not really. <laughs> it's not for this. Um, yeah. Okay. So let's let's start then. At- <laughs> So glad we did themes, eh? Uh, <laughs> it sounds like allergy. Leave me alone. 
Yeah, good. Okay. So <laughs> it's been a fat while since I've seen Ali G. Yeah. What do we know about Ali G? So he's a he's a sort of uh, stereotype of a of a of a young British yeah. lad in a in a city gang. Uh, West Side, I believe. West Side Massive? Yes, the West Side Massive. I, I, I don't think it was Side, I think it was just West Massive. Oh, you could well be right. Because West Side is a very American thing. Mm. So I think it was the West Massive, and then in that film, they have a rivalry with the East Massive. Yeah. And at the end, they kind of patch things up. I'm sorry, spoilers. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so he could have a... What if he has a big attack? Uh-huh. The massive. <laughs> You're suggesting he has a massive attack. Yeah. Excellent. It could be a compass. He's got a really big compass uh-huh. on a stick. And it hits you. <laughs> <laughs> the West <laughs> Massive. <laughs> the way that it polices itself. Uh-huh. Is he, he can only swipe in from the West. Right. So he uses the compass to check, and then he he might have to take an action setting himself up so that he swings from the right direction, you know? Okay. You're standing to his west. It's awkward for him. (laughs) 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 Um... Yeah, I'm struggling to remember more details about Allergy. I mean, basically, the whole character was set up to design... Uh, sorry, to um, interview posh people yeah. and make them feel uncomfortable because he was pretending to be a bit of a yob. Yeah. Um, There's an interview I've with Jacob Rees-Mogg, which is, which is certainly interesting. I've seen with the Beckhams. Okay. I can't remember anything about it, though. Yeah, yeah. Any, <laughs> all right, so that's uh, anything else with it, with him, or should we move up to Borat? I think we got we got to go to Borat. Okay, so Borat. I mean, let's think about the boons he has. Regular Borat. I yeah, mean, he's got a, a very successful prostitute wife. Um, it's kind of all I can think of. He has a very long naked wrestling scene in that. In that movie, yeah. he could be a good grappler. Yeah. Okay, so he has a he has a grapple move. That you need to get a strength saving throw to get out of. Yeah, um, yeah. So that's good. And I think it should, in some way, psychologically damage your character to be grappled by the naked by Borat. Naked Borat, yeah. Um, how about as well? Like it could be. This is more of a comment on society than Borat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Because people still do this. Um, if you fight Borat. Uh huh. There could be a chance that you lose. It could be like you have to roll at the beginning of every turn, and if it's like a one or something, then you lose your turn, and instead you just have to say very nice in his <laughs> voice. <laughs> nice. Okay. Nice. We, we are, I'm trying to think of like you know that that scene with the news reporter where he learns about not as as a bit of humour, where you say that yeah. was funny. Not, and he just makes he pauses for about three yeah. minutes. So maybe he could just freeze you in space. It could be like <laughs> if you score. Okay, so I thought of two things. Okay, which are gonna make him kind of broken, but we're not actually gonna do it up. So that's fine. Um, <laughs> fuck you. Uh, if there's 
if he if you critically success against him, he gets a chance at rolling to negate it. Uh-huh. At which point he just goes not, and it's not a critical hit. Yes. And also, if he gets a critical hit, that can be a great success. Yes. And he can add another attack. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. I like it a lot. Okay. Okay. Bruno. Bruno. <laughs> this is going to be a harder one. What I like, I, I, I want Bruno to just turn your heroes carefully accumulated and curated armor into just like Gucci t-shirts, you know? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you sure? Just a passive effect that over time, so you kind of press for time to beat Bruno. Oh, that's kind of fucked as well, because this character keeps, this enemy keeps getting stronger. Yeah. And would that revert back, or then you fucked with a Gucci shirt? Yeah, I think if you don't beat Bruno in time, you're in trouble for the rest okay, of the Okay, so time. I think then that could, that could be like Bruno's only thing. Yeah. The idea is just get it over with quickly, but you know, if you dilly-dally, mm. or take time to heal or something, then it could really fuck you for your fight with the dictator. Yes. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it makes sense for me for the dictator to be able to send minions. Yeah. Of some description. Uh, I don't really remember anything about the film. Have you seen it recently? Not ages and ages ago. Um, I mean, a lot of the the sort of minions he keeps around him are are scantily dressed ladies. Um, So he can have a succubus. Yeah? That's just there. Yeah? (laughs) There to get you. Um, In Persona... Yeah. There is a a monster called the Angel, which is based on angels... Yeah. But just in BDSM gear. I don't have anything else to say about that. Mm -hmm. It's just baffling to me, and I thought I'd bring it up. Wow. (laughs) Because they have succubuses and incubuses as well. And the angel is, like, sexier than the succubus. Yeah. More, much more overtly sexual. It's really (laughs) weird. It's weird and off. Um... So, what else do we know about the dictator? Uh, I mean... There's a lot of opportunity for him to just have a gun. Uh, <laughs> shoot you with gun for damage. <laughs> but, you know, he could just be like a normal sort of gunslinger build, I guess. Sure. Because um, you don't yeah. want him to have, like, you know, a modern machine gun. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't think I've ever seen it, actually. It's alright. It's, it's pretty good for the most part. Okay. Um... Okay, what, is there any... The Brothers Grimm, we said. Yeah. So you're going to have to take the stage here. Yeah, yeah. So he's... Uh, Sacha Baron Cohen uh, is is a football hooligan, yob, loser, uh, supporter of Grimsby Town. Um, and Mark Strong is a, a super a, a super spy, very much in the mould of a, of a James Bond or a Jason yeah. Bourne or, or whatever you like. Makes sense. Um... So, I like the idea that you end the whole round by killing Nobby, Sasha Baron Cohen. Okay. Uh, but Mark Strong is really OP and he's trying to stop you from doing that okay. by being a big, terrifying right. guy. Okay, so the challenge. What are we up to now? We did. We did, <laughs> we did LG, LG, Bora, Bruno. Bruno. Dictator. So the Challenge 5 enemy is not actually Sacha Baron Cohen's character. It's Mark Strong's character. Kind of Mark Strong's character, yeah. And he's guarding Sacha Baron Cohen's character. Yeah. And 
his character sees Mark Strong ceases to exist. He evaporates yeah. as soon as you kill. He's a sort of familiar. Yeah. Of... Once you kill the relatively easy to kill Sasha Baron Cohen's character, mm. he kind of, you know, he dies and then out of his body rises King Julian. Of course. Alright, <laughs> <laughs> um, so tell me about Mark Strong's character. What can he do? Oh god, he is a very you know it's it's played very off. evil spy. Yeah, it's it's a play on a lot of the genres. Yeah, you know, in, in the same way that like uh, I don't know, does does Colin Firth have that much development in the first Kingsman? He's just called sort of like a posh yeah, super spy, you just, know, just sick. Yeah, um, Mark Strong's also in that, isn't he? He is. Yeah, yeah. He plays a sort of Q character. What a good guy. Huh? What a time. Um. Okay, so yeah, we just just real good at dicking on you. Yeah, I mean, maybe a sort of because I don't just want to have loads of gunslingers. Maybe just a barbarian. Just really gonna really like craft Magar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you you evade him for long enough. You kill Sasha Baron Cohen. Sasha Baron Cohen dies, or you know, Nobby, 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 Nobby dies. Uh, that's a very unfortunate name. Well, it's, it's that's the point I imagine. A comedy film, girl. Sure, it is. He gets stuck in an elephant's ass. <laughs> Maybe you have to hack through the elephant. <laughs> <laughs> One of his places of refuge is just an elephant's ass. <laughs> Or like maybe just his legs are coming out and you can't really kill him until you've yanked him out. <laughs> so you've got to have one person of the party yanking him out of an elephant's arse. Yeah. And the other four are like fighting Mark Strong. I love it. Okay, good. Um, <laughs> so after that, King Julian. Yeah. With the girls, man. I think that's a quote. <laughs> are you sure it's a quote? It's definitely with the something man, because it's in the song. Okay. There's King Julian with the something man. <laughs> New superhero, something man. <laughs> well, it's something comma man. No, no, it's with the something man. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Um, so, right. King Julian. King Julian. So he absolutely can have minions at you. Oh, absolutely. I, f- I feel like, though, I don't want to oversell it, so maybe, like, just a mort... <laughs> a rabid mort that can really fuck you up. Yeah. He's also got the gecko on his hat. Mm. Um, so that could have its own stat block and attacks. Um, we already discussed the, the um, everybody moving mm. nice and sweet and sassy. All right. <laughs> we, we did. Physically fit. Physically fit. Physically, physically, physically fit. <laughs> I'm just imagining. We need to cover this song and just. In just case. imagining in your best DM voice. <laughs> a, <laughs> a new character rises before the party. Out of the corpse of Nobby, he's physically. Physically. <laughs> physically fit. <laughs> uh, I fucking love Madagascar. It's really good. It is good. <laughs> <laughs> um, alright what else can he do so yeah uh, there's a chance that you will be overtaken with the urge to move it move it mm-hmm. and be unable to take a turn 
Um, maybe you could like go around because there's the bit. How does it go in the song? Uh, where it goes. He likes to move it, move it. Yeah. She likes to move it, move it. We like to move it, move it. Or something, move it. So it could be like the male characters get taken first. <laughs> then the female characters. And then everybody. And then I guess a chance at him so that you get a little bit of refuge. Yeah. Yeah. He I could guess. just be caught too much in his own vibe and just dance the night away. Yeah. But just for one turn. For one turn. Dance the turn away. Um, okay. Alright, is that the Sasha Baron Cohen creature? I think that's Ali G sorted. I mean, what could be, it can't be called Ali G though. It's a lot more complicated. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that time at an award ceremony? He dressed up as Bruno and then like descended from the ceiling to like 69 M&M without telling M&M. No. And then, you know, it was just like, haha, we pranked homophobic M&M. But like, that's not what you did. You were no, just yeah. a wanker. I don't consider myself homophobic, but I'd have an issue if Sasha Baron Cohen descended from the ceiling right now and put his cock in my mouth. <laughs> well, Carl, I'm sorry to say. Oh, fuck, I hate the gays, don't I? We've been rigging it for hours. Shit. Um, okay, I'll go. And he's coming down now. <laughs> um, <laughs> the Baron Killen, Sasha Baron Killen. Slasher <laughs> <laughs> uh, Baron Cohen. Slasher Baron Killen. Sure, that'll do. <laughs> Good. Alright, so that's Slasher Baron Killing. An <laughs> enemy that starts a challenge one and rises all the way to challenge six there. Um, okay, so what were the other ideas that we had? That was, that was a good half an hour. Um, <laughs> it was half an hour. <laughs> so we can talk about the haystack. I, don't th- I think we kind of did everything that the haystack could entail. Yeah, no, I think it is genuinely a fun idea that they could be fighting giant bugs, but they're just bugs and you're tiny. Yeah. Um, And yeah, the quest for the haystack. It's almost like wandering through a field in Pokemon. Mm -hmm. You know, you you get more encounters the more time it takes you wandering around trying to find the needle or trying to, you know, roll appropriately. Um... Should we talk about the allergy flamingo? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, let's please. Okay, so it's spewing allergens and I guess guess you just are allergic to the allergy flamingo. Yeah. I think maybe that's part of its magicalness is that everyone's allergic to the allergy flamingo. Which means that if you... uh, You're a person that suffers from allergies. I am. um, And they can be severe... Yes. So, what do you think is the kind of maximum time that you could go in a bad reaction without an EpiPen and then you die? I would literally die. Okay. Um, so, when I have an allergic reaction, uh, a couple of things tend to start happening. Uh, inflammation of the face. Yeah. Uh, and, and subsequently throat, uh, which is the real issue. My yes. throat can sort of close up. Uh, vomiting can happen um, 
But but really, it's the lack of ability to breathe that'll get you. Yes. Um, and I think that would take some time. I mean, I know people with worse yeah. reactions than me, but for me personally, I think it would be a good 45 minutes to an hour before I was literally dying. Okay. Um, cool. So yeah, probably we'll soup them up a little bit more than that, then, I think. Probably like... Bearing in mind these are magical allergies. These are magical allergies. Hit you harder. Um, So I think maybe it's uh, not so much. It doesn't fight you much. Mm -hmm. What it does is it flees. Maybe this is how it hunts. It gets things allergic and then it flees. But obviously, its biggest weakness is that its legs are EpiPens. Yeah. So if you. (laughs) If maybe what it does is really it's a chasing game. Yeah. And you have 10 turns to catch up to the allergy flamingo. Yeah. Kill it, which I, once you're in there, it's easy enough to kill it. Break off its legs and stab him in your thigh. Yeah. Is there a problem in that there are only two legs and almost I, always more than two party members? Yeah, I reckon probably it's like, um, you know, do you remember those old pencils you get at school where they were like, they had little tips and then you push one in the end and they keep coming up and there were just lots of stacks of pencil tips? Okay. Do you know what I'm talking about? No, no, I do. Okay. Well, I think that's most analogous to it just having a load of needles in it. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, the whole body is full of, like, the adrenaline stuff. Yeah. Okay. So it's an EpiPen, I guess, but the needles are in the legs. So you've got to track it down and throw yourself on its sharp, pointy legs. And then just pull off the leg, there's a new leg underneath. Yeah. Slightly smaller. <laughs> just keep going. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Russian doll EpiPen. Yeah. So, is there anything else it could do besides just make you allergic and run away? Because I have to think about how chasing works. If it's flying, how do you catch it? You can't run after it. You could have people in your party who can fly. Yeah. Um, or have familiars that can fly. You also have ranged attacks. You could try and get it down. So, yeah. like, so probably because it's so heavy... It's got all this metal in its legs. Mm. Um, it probably can't fly that high, so it stays in range, and you've got to shoot it down, essentially. You will have to run after it a bit, to, but it doesn't run that fast. I think the height is the real yeah. obstacle there. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the choice to go with the flamingo, I can't imagine what terrifying actor flamingo could commit. Yeah. To make it less chaseable or That's even why it's attacking. Such a cowardly hunter, the attempt yeah. it's designed. Yeah. Um, cool. Anything else? That seems pretty good and done. Uh, there's, a, there's a good song called Flamingo by Rob Cantor uh, of, of actual cannibal Shia LaBeouf fame. Yep. Uh, it's, got, it's got a funky bass line and a fresh beat. Are you just plugging the song, or is this going somewhere? It's not going anywhere. Okay. Um, <laughs> I just think it like it seems like that sort of thing because it's kind of a nuisance to kill, but it's not really a fight to kill. I think it should kind of drop some sort of loot. I think there should be. I think it should be a known source of something, mm. and maybe people are always chasing it for that. Yeah. You could probably make. I tell you what, you could probably use the adrenaline in it. To make a bunch of like good fighting potions, yeah, that, like increase yeah. your speed and all sorts of stuff. That's not obviously how adrenaline actually works. My heart rate goes fucking mental when yeah. I have an epipen. <laughs> yeah, um, 
But you know, we could just when I have an EpiPen, like I just enjoy one on a Saturday or something. (laughs) (laughs) I try to cut down to twice a month. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so yeah, maybe you can use the adrenaline to make um, kind of like weird fight potions. Yeah, yeah. And its beak is an aphrodisiac. Woo! Horny beak. I do, I do like it when players are forced into awkward sex scenes with each other. That's that's always the best. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> All right. Thirty took six minutes to do the allergy flamingo. Yeah. Um, we go to the L's, or should we just deliberate next month's theme? I think I think it's theme time. It's theme time. Okay, so I've got a couple ideas on my phone. Okay. I think also came from our friend Liz. <laughs> um, so you know Monster the energy drink I do it has a great many flavours it does we could make a monster based on every flavour of the energy drink Monster okay uh, cheesecake is the other theme I've got written down does not come with an attached idea that's just what the theme idea is you just wrote cheesecake apparently <laughs> I don't remember doing that but that's what's on my phone. When were you last very delirious? I mean, frequency is not as low as that might make it sound. Is it not? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently I had things to my Dungans and Dragnos notes sometimes. <laughs> Don't recall doing it. Come back to it when we record. And it makes no sense. <laughs> so cheesecake theme? So, well, you got anything to for August 17th's episode of if, Dungeons and Dragnos. If they were sort of drink-themed, that could make it a little broader. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there are lots of lots of cocktails, lots of, lots of interesting things out there. Yeah, yeah. We could just discuss sex on the beach for a bit. Sex on could, the beast. Sex on the beast. Yeah. Uh, uh, fuck on a big, big giant. Disconcertingly similar to how my flatmate in first year described sex with oh himself. God. Tell the story. Tell the story, please. It's not. It's literally not a story. No, because no, what didn't you? You told me once uh-huh. that you were in your room. Yeah. And he had a girl. No, this is true. Yeah. But it's like a three-line story. Yeah, but it's still the best story. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm I'm sitting in my bed. In fact, laying in my bed. It's it's quite late at night. Um, still awake and watching some YouTube or whatever. Um, and I hear my flatmates got, got someone back and they're having a, having a good time. Uh, I think they, they, from the sounds of it, they played some Mario Kart. And I was like, oh, good f- What a wholesome guy who I have a great opinion <laughs> of. Um, and I love that you dropped his name. From the sounds of can we bleep that? <laughs> can we give that the old Dudley <laughs> treatment? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I, 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 and I hear things starting to get a little more intense, and I actually hear a little bit of creaking of a bed. Uh, so I'm like, okay, well, I mean, I don't have any noise cancelling headphones, unfortunately. This is just something I'm going to have to bear. Yeah. Then, listeners, it became unbearable. <laughs> Because I heard him say, I'm going to unleash the beast. (laughs) And then the speed vigorously increased. (laughs) And I hear an acceleration in the creaking next door. I hear a ramping up of the activities. Can you imagine being her? 
Imagine being under someone and they go, I'm going to unleash the beast. <laughs> and then... So I went to the kitchen and was also in the kitchen because he was in the other the room the other side. Um, and and that was a real a real the closest thing we had to a bonding experience all year. <laughs> yeah, so thank you for listening to the Hay and Allergies episode of Duncan's and Jack. Oh we didn't decide a thing. Uh, I thought we'd just go for like drink. Drinks, okay. Join us for the drinks episode in August. Uh, if you want to follow me on the show, you can do that at Dragnose Podcast on Facebook and Twitter, or you can send us an email at dunkinsandragnose at gmail.com with your suggestions for themes or general things. And thank you so much for listening. We'll see you in a month's time. Woo! Woo!